Hi, welcome to the One Liter Podcast. You will watch us drinking one liters of beer whilst talking about shies. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to the Von Liter. Prost. Prost. It's been a long time. <laughs> It's been a while. I will admit to our beautiful listeners that I completely schlugged our last recorded podcast because the microphones were not recording. <laughs> Do you know what date that was? Do you know how long ago? Uh, I think end of November. That was not too far. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, before the whole Christmas month, I suppose. But yeah, totally messed that up. Dude, Ruined I- it. And you know what we did mention in that one, which we'll mention again now? Spotify has a new Q&A feature, question and answer feature on yeah. our podcast. If you're on the podcast page, you're listening to an episode, there's now a, what did you think of this podcast? Or we can actually choose those questions. So we, if we want to ask you guys some questions, we can put that question there and you guys can answer it. But we would really, it'd be really cool if you guys wanted to give us something that you want discussed or if you want to send us like an embarrassing story. We've mentioned that before. We can uh, reenact that for you on the podcast and share our inquisitive thoughts. Inquisitive? That's all right. Yeah, it's- An effective word. And it's an effective word that works there. <clears throat> people just don't people just don't commit, man. Like it's funny, it's it's the same thing with like famous people, right? Nobody nobody cares about you until you're like a household name. Mm. Until everyone knows you, and then people find a oh yeah, I like him now. Yeah, I'll pay attention to that person. Yeah. Now. So it's like yeah. like until we had like a fucking heavy duty following, nobody's gonna send us fucking <laughs> Like let's 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 be honest with ourselves, viewers. Yeah, that was guess. If you fucking cared, you'd find a story, even if it isn't yours. You're gonna send a fucking story if you cared. Anyways, what was that? Was that? Um, that was a bit of a De Niro. Yeah, I was about to say Robert these De Niro. shoes. These shoes. You send us some fucking stories. It's funny. It's funny. Now, um, month of December. The reason we didn't record anything is because I was away. Right. I went over the seas and... Uh, <laughs> You're like a modern day Jack Sparrow. <laughs> conquered the seas. But uh, for everyone listening, Joel and I haven't even really caught up on the full traveling story because I was very excited for finally going back overseas, right? COVID and stuff. And I was like, yes, this is going to be sick. It's going to be so good. I'm so relaxed. Good. The first fuck up. Oh, yes. The first... Dude, Fuck up, I haven't even told you. You're like a pharaoh. What was it? Uh, Ramses had all those curses. Like it was like the the Nile was red with blood, and then like frogs came in, and mm-hmm. then fucking like locusts and mm-hmm. shit. It's like, dude, this is what happened. You're like me. a modern day Ramses. <laughs> so the first fuck up is a complete fuck up on my part. Ooh, I'm going to Ooh. completely admit this now, which. I won't admit to many people unless so unless you listen to the podcast, you won't even know this. But I fucked up hard. So I'm going to the US, right? I've been there twice before. Both times I booked it with a travel agent. This time I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll book it all. And I booked it pretty late. And I was pretty just trying to be laid back, you know, like oh, I won't plan everything. How late? Like a month out? <clears throat> a couple months out, yeah. That Probably two fuck, or three. You call that late? Well, 
that was the main flights I booked then and everything in between. I just sorted out like as it got closer. But yeah, I call that late because normally I just, well, not normally, but with my huge trip that I did five years ago, I had the whole thing just meticulously planned because I was going to so many places. So that was just like all planned out. I just, all I had to do was do follow plan my that out? How do you plan going to places out? So, like, I, at, is it like a 12 15? I will leave Mexicana Hotel and go to this place. It'll be 7 15. No, it'll right? be by the day. So, I'll be like, check out of this hotel there, find my way to this place, and make sure I've got a check in at this place. So, then, and whatever transport I need in between, whether I fly from here to here. So, that's my flying day. And then I check into that hotel, and then I might have a day there or two days there to explore. Or if I'm meeting up with friends, things like that. How cool are hotels where you can just like pull up at any time of day and be like, do you have a room? They're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I never do dollars a night. Boo, boo, boo. It's like, I've never really done that either, but it's just cool that, that that's that out exists. there. Like yeah. humans can stay in a room where other humans don't live. Yeah, you know? imagine how that was invented. Like someone was like, oh, these travelers, they're always like, oh, we need a place to stay. I got some spare rooms. Taverns, I'm going to build a whole thing. Taverns, man. Think about a tavern. They've, mm. they've totally capitalized on this they know people want to get drunk they know people don't want to go home Mm -hmm. or drive home Mm -hmm. or they know someone's going through some shit or they've just arrived in town and they want to have a fucking drink or they're gonna pay for a lady or they're gonna pay for yeah you fucking have a piss have have, drink some piss downstairs walk up a couple of flights or or an elevator and you're fucking home exactly the modern man's like me like you (laughs) very easy i go visit places i stay (laughs) Right, so how did you fuck up? Okay. How did you fuck up? I fucked up so hard. And I feel like it's like a domino effect from here. Okay, maybe that was an over-exaggeration, but I fucked up as in the fact of I'm very stupid for this. So both times I booked it with a travel agent, so they would have made me pre-do this. I didn't do the ESTAR. What the, the fuck's the ESTAR? travel visa to get into the States, which is literally just a visitor's visa that don't, you- Don't they usually give that to you on the inf- on the plane over, like a pamphlet, and you fill it out? Not for the US, so oh, and fuck. Canada now too, so- Oh, Canada Airport was the worst airport I ever went through. Oh, life. you fucking wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which one? Uh, Vancouver. Welcome. I mean, thank you for letting me into your club of hating Vancouver Airport. Can I just stay at say my story? We're going to get to yours, but let me tell you mine. Mm. I get to Vancouver Airport, super stoked, super happy. The guy's like, who are you? I'm like, Joel, blah, blah, blah. He's like, where are you from? Who are you here with? Are you coming with those people? Are they them there? Is that them? Okay. And so you're here for how long? And what do you want to do here exactly? All right. Okay. Boom, boom, bam. Let go. They gotta be so serious. Dude, Why like, are they all so serious? When I got to America, when I landed in America, I had this like tall, like solid, like Asian dude, but he mm. was like pure American. Like he's mm. an American, born in America, raised in America. He's like, hey man, how you doing? Blah blah blah. Are you from Australia? Cool. He's like, hey man, you got pretty big shoulders. Do you do UFC? Do they oh, have that in what? Australia? And I was like, yeah, man, they got UFC in Australia. Yeah, I work out. And I was like, he's like, cool, man. See you later. I was like, pew, pew. Out of there. You got a cool dude. I got a cool dude. Uh, yeah, but as soon as you said that, when I came back from Canada into the US to go back home, mm. I think it was there. There was a guy, and as I walk up, he's like, yeah, yeah. He calls me over. As I walk up, he's holding a cigar in like a plastic wrap, and he's like admiring it. I was like, oh, nice. He's like, oh, you want to take a photo? <laughs> He's like, it's a good one. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you took a photo of him. I took a photo of his cigar. Oh, shit. Because I was like, oh, nice. You know what's up? And yeah. he was like, oh, you want to take a photo? It's a really good one. And I was like, 
Okay. What did he? What kind of dude was he? Like, was he like? He's a, a, he's a, a, he's a big black guy. And I was oh, like, my man. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so was like, he knows about cigars. They should have African American people should be the law enforcers in America. They should be the law enforcers because I feel like I feel I feel like I see them as the law enforcers, yeah, like because they're strong, tough, at, athletic people. Mm. But they have a, they have a compassion. Oh god, damn! They have athletic genes. <laughs> oh yeah, but they have a compassion that I don't think white Americans would truly grip. You know, mm. like they've they've been through it all. Oh yeah. So like they they even though they they might be a bit hostile or come from a bad neighborhood, dude, they're still like deep down inside. If they they're do. like if they do. Yeah, I think yeah. they'd all be full of empathy. You know. Yeah. Like, just yeah. Wait, what's your story? So you, so Canada was Canada was and like they just like, and and what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was just like taken aback. I answered all my questions quick and and abrupt, abrupt, you know. Yeah. And I was like, he's stamped, stamped, and walked through. And I was like, almost like rubbing my neck, like like I got an Indian band. I was like, geez, that was a bit fucking rough. Yeah. And the other he's two, like, I was like, go, mate. <laughs> yeah, the other two, I was like, what were they like? And they were like, oh, I had a woman. She was a bit stern. I was like, they're fucking stern, right? Stern. So you get to America. Is it oh, okay. New Mexico? My fuck up. Is this where I you don't land? get to America. This is where my fuck up starts. Oh, God. So the Esther, and I'm not even worried. I was like trying to check in. So I'm three hours early. So I think I've got plenty of time. Check in and I was like, I knew I had to do it. But I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I still got to do that. But it's like a but last minute. it was instant. Every other time I've done it, the other two times I've done it, it was instant. It's mm. just like, oh, yeah, cool. You're good. Here it is. Mm. And so the chick's like, oh, I can't check you in until you've got that. Like, you might not be able to fly today. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, okay. I go on the website and I'm like filling shit in. And it is so much more shit now to fill in unless I don't remember it when I first did them. But like the contact details of the person you're staying with in America, maybe because I was staying at hotels, it was a bit easier to just Google it because I was staying at family this time and friends. I was like looking shit up, getting their phone numbers, putting it all in. So I'm starting to stress. And what, you got a board in like a couple of minutes? No, no, I'm like three hours early trying to check my Why bag. Why are you fucking still. stressing then? Well, <laughs> I, because I started to think, I was like, what if this isn't approved on time? Yeah. I submit it and I'm like, cool. You and it's like, optimistic, man. And it's like, boom, your email's here. I was like, uh, like your application is submitted. You'll get an email within, I think it said within 48 hours or something to say if it's approved. This is on a Sunday night. And I was like, Good. I think I fucked myself. And I did. It gets to like half an hour before or leave even 40, 45 minutes before like the plane was taking off. And the chick's like, do you want to come over? Because she told me to wait like over there. <clears throat> She's like, so we're closing check-in now. So you can't fly today. And I was like, cool. And then she goes... And we don't fly Mondays, so the next flight's Tuesday night, same time, 9.40 p.m. So you had to postpone? You fucking Twizzler. <laughs> were you in Brisbane or were you here? Here! <laughs> fucking Twizzler. Wait, hold, hang on. Did you have to buy new plane tickets? No, oh. no. Luckily, they were like, I'll put you on the flight on the Tuesday. And I was like, thank fuck. Fuck. Because I don't think they have to do that. That's but- so Fuck, dude. So you just had to sit here for like a couple of days just depressed. So you lost I didn't four talk days. to anyone. I didn't even talk to you because I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm still here when I'm oh. supposed to be on fucking holidays. I was like- So you lost four days, three uh, days basically. Basically, yeah. Wow, two full days, yeah. Dude. And then another almost two And they were days. the two full days that I was going to spend with my auntie and Callie and my cousin. 
And then I was flying to New Mexico to my other cousin. So I was like, fuck, I'm literally going to arrive the night before I leave at 6 a.m. to go to New Mexico. So I'm like bummed as fuck, all because of my stupid fuck up. Were they cool though? Were they like, oh, hey, how you doing? Like um, family, oh yeah, they were like, "Oh, that's that's a that's a shame." I was like, "Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. I'm stupid." So, <clears throat> I don't tell anyone apart from like my family because I'm like, "Oh my god, fuck, this is happening." So, I get this is the kicker. I know I'm not boarding. I'm like, "Fuck this!" I walk outside, call an Uber. I get in the Uber. It's my flight to nine forty. Gets to nine thirty. Just got in the Uber, driving away. Boom, approved. And I was like, it's too fucking late. <laughs> They've closed check-in. I was like, you son of a bitch. If I had just done it while I was chilling at home, already packed, waiting to go to the airport like a normal person or days before, I would have been sweet. It gets worse. <clears throat> That's rough. fuck up number one of the dominoes. That's rough, man. So I bum around for two days. And turns out I'm pretty tired, so I just, like, sleep in a lot. And I'm just like, all right, I just got to kill these two days. Actually, I was gifted a Lego DeLorean. I'll get it on screen for you. For my birthday. Fucking sick. Just dropped a bit. So I had that in the box. So I was like, fuck it. I've got two days at home on holidays. So I just sat down one night and just built this. So that was cool. At least that was an activity. That's so At fun. At least that was uh, fun days. How long did it take you? A few hours. Mm. A few hours. There's a lot of steps to that. And like the wheels fold up to make it the futuristic one. It's pretty cool. <clears throat> so Tuesday night rolls around. I'm like, thank God. I've got my Airstar. Everything's sorted. So I go to the airport. Doop-a-doop-a-doo. I'm finally going this time. I go even earlier, like even before the check-in gates open. I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready. Check-in opens. I get up to the counter. I'm like, hey, here you go. I'm just, yeah, get one out. Oh, are you to California? Thank you. <clears throat> She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, they had to move my flight. And she was like, yeah, okay. Uh, we just have to issue you a new ticket number. So just go to uh, customer service. It's a different counter, like counter number six or something. So I walk down there. It's this dude with this girl and he's training the girl. And I'm like, hey, he's like, hey, I was like, I need a new ticket number. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. And he's like, look, and you click here, and he's teaching this girl. He's like, you click here, and then you click there. And he's like, all right, cool. And he prints out two boarding passes, and he puts a sticker on one. He's like, all right, you're all checked in. Uh, you've got a bag. I was like, yeah, I've got a bag. He's like, all right, you just got to drop the bag. So just do that here next to on the business class counter. And there's a guy there checking in. I was like, yeah, he's like, just line up behind him. I'm like, cool, line up behind him. He leaves. I'm like, hey, and the guy that it served me leans over and says to the girl at the business class counter, he says, he's just dropping the bag. She's like, oh, cool, put it on the belt. I was like, yeah, done. Put my bag on the belt. And she's like, and sends it through. And I look her in the eye and I say, do I, do I need a tag on that? And she's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. <clears throat> you lost your fucking bag. Oh, it'll be fine, she says, right to my face. And I was like, oh. Okay, I won't question whether you know to do your job or not. Yeah, yeah, you obviously know what you're doing. You're business class. You're checking in business class clients. Did you fly business, man? No. That's where he made me drop my bag. I'm a POV. Of course. (laughs) This is a POV podcast right here. (laughs) So I gave her 
which I do too often, the benefit of the fucking doubt. As any good Samaritan would. Because I was like, surely she knows what she's doing. I get there. I'm I'm not really thinking about it. I'm like, this will be good. This will be fine. I we bored. I'm like, sick. Flight's a little bit delayed. I'm like, oh, a little bit stressful because I've only got an hour and... F- this is normally plenty of time, right? An hour and 50 minutes mm. layover to get on the next flight in Hawaii. Then I... We take off. I land and they're like, oh, so... I didn't remember this, but you have to collect your luggage when you stop over in Hawaii because you're it's the first time you're entering a country. So, they make you go through, obviously, border control and um, you have to collect your luggage and then recheck it in for your flight to California. At least you got to connect up with your <clears throat> luggage, right? Well, so I get to Hawaii and they're like, you got to collect your luggage. And I'm like, it's already pretty close. Like, we were delayed. So, everyone just comes out and they're like, oh, we got to ca- catch our connection. There's only uh, an hour and a bit left. We got to collect our luggage. We're standing there for an hour before the first bag even comes out onto the carousel. And we're like, so our flight's boarded. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, they'll sort, you'll get sorted out. We'll probably have to put you on a different flight. And I'm like, I don't know if there is another flight today to Ontario where I was going, which is like inland from Los Angeles, like a good hour and a half <laughs> drive because that's where my auntie lives. I was like, I don't think there is another flight there, but Okay. So, I wait for all the bags, obviously, because my bag's not there. And I'm like, oh, cool. My bag's not here. And then I was like, ding, ding, ding. Uh, should that have a tag on it? It'll be fine. I was like, mm. great. So, I go to like the baggage counter, lost luggage. I'm like, hey, I don't have my bag. And he's like, yeah, all the bags have come out. I'm like, I don't have my bag. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, give us your boarding pass. Uh, you don't have a check bag. <laughs> well, It'll be fine. Fine, fine, fine. fine. <laughs> Fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a check bag. I was like, well, I fucking do because you can go to Sydney Airport and ask them or watch the security table or whatever. I put it on the belt and they took it away. It's like, great. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, we have to fill out this lost baggage blah, 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 procedure, you know? Standard shit because they have it, it happens all the time. And your flight's waiting for you at this point in time. Oh, my flight's gone. Oh. It was not waiting. So that connection flight's gone. And this is at like 2 p.m. or something. So I was going to late. On Wednesday? I was going to land pretty late anyway. I was going to land Tuesday. at like 8 or something p.m. And then fly out the next day. At least you got a day. day back. You got a day back, right? In your yeah, correct. Technically, but that was all accounted for. So I lost the two days I was spending with them. So I was going to arrive at 8 p.m. And then fly out at 6 a.m. <laughs> so you never even got to catch up with them at all. Barely. So I... I'm like, cool. They're like, yeah, let's fill out this lost baggage report. Da, 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 da. And he's getting his colleague because he's like, oh, what do I put here? Because he doesn't have a bag receipt. Like, it was never checked in. Like, do I, what do I put there? What number can I put in? And he's like, oh, I'll just put zeros. And they're like, I was like, great. This is going to be the last one on the list. They're going to go, mm, uh, no baggage tag. We'll put that here. We'll check that last, <clears throat> surely. They give me my little thing. They're like, bye. I'm like, so what do I, is there compensation? Like, I got to buy shit toiletries underwear whatever and they're like oh uh because you don't have a bag checked or like a receipt we can't really officially i was like you that's the loophole fucking motherfuckers 
<clears throat> so so just, were you stuck at Hawaii or did you have to fly out? I'm in Hawaii. They put me on the next one. Which is how which long was, after that? Uh, a couple of hours later, but it was to LA as well. So that's an hour and a half, if not more, to my aunties. And they were like, oh, yeah, because you, we missed the connection. So obviously we'll pay you for your ground transport. I was like, oh, good. I'll ca- so I can catch a taxi? They're like, yeah, catch a taxi. I was like, good, because that's going to be expensive. So they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll pay for it. You just send us a receipt. I'm like, done. Don't. <clears throat> don't do that to me. Don't do that to me, mate. <laughs> now they're paying me. They're paying me for that. Don't tell me you had to pay for the taxi. Oh, I- yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to hear this. 180 US dollars. You said they were paying you. They were paying They were the- paying me back. Yeah. I had to pay, get the receipt and send it to them and okay. then wait weeks. 180 I still bucks. I still haven't got it. 180 US. That's like two hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. Was the was the was the driver like, hey, you no fucking problem. I got you. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm going to Ontario, and he's like, oh, okay. And as we're driving, I'm like, do you like? Is this a big drive for you? I'm sorry if that puts you out. And he's like, oh no, like people pay to go to Vegas from LAX. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. How, how like, long was yeah, the drive? Eight hundred dollars. Like hour forty minutes, <clears throat> and we landed at like. 11 p.m. p.m. What a legend. That dude just fucking true. Yeah, up. but that means I'm getting to my auntie's at almost 1 a.m. <laughs> and instead of going to my auntie's, I got him to drop me at Ontario Airport because I didn't want them to have any loopholes. Um, so, ha- hang on. Did you get to L.A. before you got your bag? Oh, yeah. I got to L.A. and my bag is still, they don't have info. So they don't even know whether I've checked the bags. I'm like, okay, I'm without a bag. Cool. I'm on my backpack. So I get in this taxi. Did you have any clothing in your backpack? Yeah. So because I got this new large backpack, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, know, maybe I'll put one pair of underwear in there and one T-shirt and uh, that's it, I think. Or maybe. Clever boy. But one T-shirt and one. One beer underwear. Oh, and my toothbrush and toothpaste. I got a little travel toothpaste. Clever boy. It's the only I would have put though. all of that in the big butt luggage. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I get there. I get in this taxi, hour and 40-minute drive. So I'm. it's almost 1 a.m. by the time I get to the airport near my auntie. So it's another 15, 20 minutes. And she was like, no, no, I'll pick you up. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, it's going to be 1 a.m. Because I'm texting her through all of this. She's like, no, it's fine. I'll pick you up. She's Jackie. Uh, sorry, not Jackie. This is your mother's- Mum's sister, yeah. Younger? Uh, oldest. Right. Oldest sister. She moved to America um, with her because she married an American guy. So she, I'm messaging her and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be hungry by the time I land. She's like, yeah, we'll get food. We'll get food. We'll get In-N-Out Burger. I'm like, yes. You heard about In-N-Out Burger? That's a pretty famous Californian burger chain. It's just filth. It's kind of like Betty's. Like big, dirty fucking Betty's? No, more like Betty's, you know, like the American small style, but just filthy and good. Like, like good? Like, <laughs> like real greasy and just fat? Yeah, look up In-N-Out Burger. Cali. Cali. It's like... <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the logo. So she's like, we'll get In-N-Out Burger. I'm like, done. So I, I get there. I'm in the taxi. I'm like, hey, I'm this far away. Mm. And I don't know, this thing's super fucking slow. At the yeah, moment. yeah, that. Oh, it looks good, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, did you ever try White Castle? <clears throat> no. Look at the fries got mints in. Yeah, shit. dude. That's I've, animal style, they call it. Uh, I've always wanted to try. Oh, that looks so good. I've always <laughs> wanted to try um, um, White Castle. What's that? 
You never saw Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? No. White Castle. Like a- it's like its own. It's like a burger chain as well, White yeah. Castle. But the burgers are like little petite burgers, bro. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've these, seen those they're buildings. Like sliders. I think they did like the original sliders and shit. But like, mm. it's just fucking <clears throat> yeah, bro. Like, and on the end of this movie, he's like, "Give me forty burgers, thirty-seven fries, twenty, uh, twelve yeah. cokes and shit." And it's just like, oh, and they eat it. Oh the damn! But if you if you know anyone that's been to Cali that appreciates burgers, they will they know about In and Out Burger. Yeah. Okay. So did you get a fat feed? So. My taxi arrival time said 1 a.m. Every In-N-Out Burger in Cali closes at 1 a.m. Oh, and I was like, What did you do? Did you fucking walk under a ladder or like oh, punch a black Badly. Cat? So I'm like, it's going to be closed. She's like, it's fine. I'll get it. What do you want? So she went to In-N-Out Burger just before they closed, picked up In-N-Out Burger and then came and picked me up from the airport near hers. The reason I didn't what get the taxi- auntie to her place is because I didn't want them to have any excuse not to pay for my transport, you know? So I was like, well, you were meant to take me to that airport. So I'll get the taxi to that airport. Yeah. And she picked me up. So I'm like, Oh, Hey auntie. She gets some for herself as well. We eat it like 1am. Does she have an accent like mom? Uh, not as strong, more American. Yeah. Really? Not, not as strong German. Cause they, she moved a lot earlier. Oh, okay. Is your uncle, does he speak German, the American nah. guy? He, he knows some German phrases and stuff because he's been there so many times. So he, cool he loves he loves speaking it. But you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, your your pronunciation's decent. Yeah. Like what words will he say? Uh, lo- no, like he knows how to go to the pub and order um, schnitzel and beer and the types of beer and stuff. So he knows how to get by. Does he have like an American twing on it though? Big time. Can yeah, you do big, a, can you do a oh, version? I can't. No, I wouldn't even so it would it be like um like as we had kind of um, already gaben ah uh, yeah I ich ich nehme den Wiener Schnitzel Wiener Schnitzel yeah it's like Wiener Schnitzel like he'll say it's super American I'm like that's that cool he, yeah, he yeah. just commits <laughs> yeah, yeah they do that they do that yeah they love it that's funny as Wiener Schnitzel Ooh. so I get there I get there. And she's like, I've got your room, your bed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this, this sucks. Like, this is the only time we'll get to hang out. Boom. Message. My flight to New Mexico delayed. Thank by God. By like four hours. And I was like, thank God. The gods favored you, eh? How long did you think you had until you had to go? Like 6 a.m. I was flying out. And what- so she was going to drop me back off like four hours later. Four hours later, <laughs> yeah. So you got another. <clears throat> did you sleep most of the time or what did you do? Yeah, we like hung out and spoke for a bit and then I went to bed. But this was your auntie. Auntie, yeah. And so, who was she with? Like, who's living at the house at the time? Just her and her partner? Her, uh, my uncle, and my the youngest cousin there has moved back in because he, like, broke up with his girlfriend, uh, like, a year ago or something. So, he moved back into their place. So, none of them were awake bar your auntie? Yeah, my cousin woke up and he had to go to work the next morning. So, I saw him, like, for one second. But I caught up with him later. So, it kind of worked out. But my auntie, I didn't because she was flying back to Germany to meet my mum there to see my grandma for Christmas. So <clears throat> hang out with her, have a quick sleep. And my flight's delayed. She's like, but it says, please still be there at the normal time at the airport just in case. And I'm like, ugh. So we still got there. We gave it a bit of time. We didn't get there like super early, but like just in time to still make the flight that I was meant to be on. It was 6 a.m. So we get there and I'm like, hey, my flight was delayed. They're like, oh, yeah, so you also missed the connection. So we'd put you on this connection, which is way later. It's like 5 p.m. And I was like, 
cool to New Mexico. I was like, well, fuck. I was meant to arrive there at like 11 a.m. So I was like, okay, so if there's a 5 p.m., what's the point of me being at my changeover at this time? She's like, oh, we can put you on a different one. I was like, yeah, please. So put me on a 12 noon flight. So I was like, sweet, I've got the morning to catch up. So I walked back out because she waited because we were like, I'll just check what the go is. So she dropped me back off. She had to go do something and I was just hanging out with my uncle. So that was kind of cool. So I got like a couple of hours catching up with him and he's like walking me through his garden. He's growing all this stuff. It's all sick. He's got like turkeys and stuff. It's awesome. So I caught up with him and then finally, New Mexico. <clears throat> and New Mexico was all smooth sailing, pretty cold. It got to like minus three and like we went after some nice dinners, but and they got like a nice house. And they this is me... the oldest? Yeah, the oldest. They Was put she me... speaking German with you? No, nah, no, English. But they put me in their master bedroom, which they're like just renovating the bathroom and stuff. And I was like, shit, you guys didn't have to do that. Like it was like king living, bro. Their master bedroom is like the size of my apartment. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe half. Maybe half. Big I exaggerate. Big one-story American houses. Not two-story. It was Not two-story? Yeah, it was on the second story. Where would they sleep? In like a spare? Yeah, they had a spare room downstairs, yeah. Bro, that was... So nice of them. To give you like, a master what? bedroom. Why wouldn't they just give the you the- spare room had a bunk in it. They slept there. I was like, damn. Yeah, like you could Thank you. Yeah, that's I crazy would- nice. Yeah. So, um, Cause they- and how long were you with them for? <clears throat> how long did you get to stay there? Uh, like two days. Two days and then I was flying back out. So, that was all smooth sailing. You missed so much time. Yeah. You paid for so much shit. Well, I didn't I didn't lose any accommodation money or anything. Mm. So there was no money lost. There's no financial loss. But worse, there was fucking time lost with family members. Like mm. it was fucked. I was so bummed. You got right And I don't have fucking luggage. So I had I, uh, my auntie took me to like a Walmart and I bought a couple of pairs of undies and a couple of pairs of socks, like just bullshit necessity stuff and did a quick wash like before I left. So I get there, smooth sailing apart from chasing my bag. And here's the fucking thing, man. I'm calling Honolulu. I flew with Hawaiian Air. Don't fucking fly with them. The plane seemed old. They were f- like they're nice enough, but just shit house. <laughs> so I call Hawaiian Airlines in Honolulu. They answer. They're like, hey. And I'm like, hey, lost my bag. Any news? Da da da. They're like, oh, we can't really like. We can't really help because we don't have it here. I'm like, right, of course. It's probably in Sydney Airport where it never got a tag on it and it would have gone to the ground staff and they would have gone, where does this go? In the room where the luggage goes. <clears throat> That's untagged. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm trying to call Hon- uh, Hawaiian Airlines Sydney, right? No answer. It just rings out. I'm trying to, I ring Sydney Airport. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I need to talk to this airline. They're like, you need to talk to the airline. I'm like, yeah, I lost my bag. They're like, we don't control that. We only control things that get found in the terminal. That's the lost and found we look after. You need to talk to the airline. I'm like, they're not answering. They're like, well, uh, they actually use this um, subcontractor for their luggage handling. So baggage handlers. I'm like, oh, I'll give you the number to them. Swissport. Fucking. Same thing. No answer. Um, I talked to multiple people and they're all trying to help me. They're like, oh, maybe try this number. I have like five different numbers to try these guys on. And I'm like, okay, they're 1-800 numbers. I get my dad. I'm like, hey, dad, can you try and call them? He's in Brisbane. And he's like, I'll try and call them. Can't get through to anyone at Sydney Airport. This is how fucking rubbish they are. So my dad's like, 
you need to get one of your friends to go to Sydney airport. Like I would go to Sydney airport if I was there, but I'm in Brisbane. And I'm like, fair. So I'm like, he's like, can't Joel go? And I was like, poor Joel. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, I know you don't have a car, but can you catch an Uber to fucking Sydney airport? And I would have done it for you. Yeah, you probably would have done it. What time of day was it? Oh, this is over like a couple of days. I'm thinking of who to try and ask. What day did did the person actually go in? Uh, It was like a Wednesday. What time? Afternoon, like four. Yeah, bro. Like, even if it was 1 a.m. in the morning on a Monday, I'd still go. Yeah. See? Lean on me. Exactly. So I'm just thinking logically. I'm like, all right, my old work, the dealership is near the airport. I got a buddy there. I was like, let me ask him. I say buddy because I've just been to America. I've got a friend there. I was like, I'll ask him. And um, I'm I'm telling Emily this as well at the same time because I'm like, fuck my bag. Da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, okay, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, I really need someone to go to that airport. Because I call my friend. I'm like, hey, man, this is what happened. This is what's happened. He's like, fuck, dude. Like, I really want to help. But I've got an appointment with my son this afternoon and and his not wife, but mother of his son. He's like, we got an appointment. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, dude, let me see if I can shuffle a few things around. And I'm talking to Emily. And... I was like, I really got to get someone to go to the airport. She's like, maybe I can go. Like, I'm about to finish up my work da, 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 and I can do it. And I was like, oh, fuck, that would be so fucking cool. And she's like, all right, done. As soon as I finish my work, I'll go there. She had like a party to go to as well. So I didn't even think to ask her because I was like, nah, you're busy. It's all good. And then my friend, she's like, no, I'll go, done. And I was like, cool. And then my friend texts me. He's like, hey, bro, moved a few things around. I can go to the airport for you. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I didn't realize. Like, I would do it for my friends 100%, but I never expect people to do that sort of shit for me. So, like you saying, you would go at 1 a.m. 100%, so would I. But, like, you don't expect that when you're the one needing to ask. You're like, fuck, do I reach out? Like, do I just say, like, oh, so sorry, bro. Can you fucking help me? I can't, I can't fucking do life by myself. You know, that's what I feel like. So she's like, no, I'll do it. And my mate texts me and I was like, all right, I don't want to fuck him around. So I, um, I call him straight away as soon as he texts me. And I was like, dude, thanks so much. I've got someone going. It's fine. And he's like, oh shit. Okay. I'm like, I really, ho- I'm like, I'm so sorry that you moved shit around. I really hope you can get your plans back. Rah, rah, rah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, that it's, it's, it's cool. Um, We'll probably be able to sort it. It's fine. And I was like, thanks so much, man. And I was like, next next drink's on me. <laughs> and I was I was like, I got all emotional because I was like, I was so fucking worked up about not and frustrated. I was like, oh my God, finally, right? So I, so Emily goes and she, I was like, I, I fucking sent her this massive typed out like how Speech. it all happened. Like, no, like everything that happened, like I did this, had Pull to get a new ticket so number, yep, yeah, new yeah. ticket number. This chick said, um, it'll be fine, blah, 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 no tag, da, 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 da. <laughs> It'll be fine, it's like bold, yeah. bold italics and like angry faces next <laughs> to it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like different capitalized letters. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like pictures of her head <laughs> yeah. on like sticks, like bad like stick figure images. She's like, and I was like, look. was really disturbed. Yeah, and I was like, look for this dude, da, 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 Because the people at- um. Hang Honolulu. on, hang on. The, the 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 chick who was supposed to tag it, she wasn't the one being taught, was she? Mm-mm. This is a different girl. She was a business class check-in girl. She knew what she was fucking doing. You bitch. 
So I um so I send her all this. She goes in now. I'm like, look for this and this dude because the the Hawaiian Airlines staff in Honolulu told me, oh, they'll have the same flight going again tonight. Like sh- those staff members should be there. And I was like, done. Finish him. Yeah. So I was like, look for this guy. This is what he looks like. He looks like he's a fucking manager. He's wearing a different shirt. Da 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 da. She walks up to them and they're just, they fucking just dismiss her. They're just like, oh, you have to talk to baggage handling downstairs. She's like, fuck, okay. So she goes, stands in front of them and is like, hey, you need to find this bag because I had like one photo of my fucking bag and I was like, it has a green tag on the side. It's got Dude, my name on it. What's, what's nice is that I, I, despite everything that happened to you, you were still somewhat prepared. Uh, like you, you, you had a bag full of toothpaste and shit for the trip over yeah. the long trip. You had a fucking I photo of your bag. happened to have a photo because I took the photo when I had everything packed and sent it to my family. I was like, ready to go. You know, that kind of shit. Yeah. So I had this photo of my luggage. And I was like, it has this tag on it. It's a Katiki branded tag, blah, blah, blah. And we'd already filed like three different inquiries, whichever emails we could find, my dad Mm. and I. And so we're like, this is what it looks like. And she's like, find this bag. And she just sends me this video of this room that they took her to. And it's just full of fucking bags. She's like, they took me to this room and said like, see if you can find it basically. She's like, send me a video. And she's like, do you recognize any of these? And I'm like scanning. And I- It's like that place at the end of Indiana Jones with all the artifacts. Remember the old guy? He's like pushing trolleys. That's the fucking place. Bro. Yeah. So I'm looking through this video and I pause it like every frame and I'm checking and I'm like, that kind of looks like my- I circle one. I screenshot it. Circle one. I'm like, is that it? She's like, I thought so. It's the exact same bag as yours. I'm like, nice. So I picked it out, but it wasn't mine. Didn't have my tag on it. And she's like, there's another room. There's another room and this other guy, she was like, hey, I need to find this bag. He's like, all right, I'll check for you. And he's like kind of doing it on the sly. He's like, I shouldn't be doing this, but let me check the downstairs room. Nice. He goes downstairs and finds my fucking bag, puts a little emergency tag on it with the flight number, that same flight number going to Honolulu and then to LA, puts that on there um, and like puts it on the plane and uh, takes some photos of the tags and shows her and she takes photos of his phone and sends them to me and I was like dude holy that guy's a guardian angel bro shit yeah he he literally just did like three people's job in one bro like he sorted you out yeah what the actual and M man M's the MVP fucking MVP MVP hell yeah (laughs) and so how long was the wait so they get it on there and I'm like holy shit it's going so I made sure I called Honolulu and I was like, because at this stage I'm coming back from New Mexico and I'm staying at my friend's place in south of, uh, in Long Beach, Seal Beach, right right under Long Beach. And I'm staying with him and I'm like, can you guys just fly it on the next flight to LAX and I'll pick it up. I'll go and pick it up. Don't bother trying to fucking post it somewhere because you'll just fuck it up. I'll pick this shit up. And while while I'm looking at this video of all these bags, this video is 90% just black hard suitcases. And I'm like, oh, it's black. And they're like, yeah, sick. So is everyone fucking else's. So I was like, God damn it. So I decided there and then I was like, I need a different suitcase. It needs to be fluoro colors. And I was like looking it up. Fluorescent. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like looking it up and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'm being a bit outrageous. I've got a perfectly good suitcase. Like, how can I make this stand out? I bought some. This makes me look like a crazy person. High-vis yellow duct tape. And kept that shit on me. 
soon as I got the bag that night, I'm putting strips all over it. And I put like a little smiley face on one side out of duct tape and it's winking. And I just put like fucking duct tape strips on the other side. Dude, they'd be scrutinizing the fuck out of those suitcases. Oh, man. So I look like a crazy person now, but I can spot it from a mile away. So finally go and pick up my suitcase at like 7 a.m. one morning and then I did a yoga class with my buddy. Great. Everything's going to be smooth from here. A yoga class with your buddy. With my buddy, he's a yoga instructor. Dude, the guy I love that lives yoga, man. Seal Beach. He's I'll a yoga, yoga instructor. Does he have a hot? Sorry, does he have like a fucking <laughs> a hot shot lifestyle? <laughs> he's um. He used to be a a finance guy, like as in wealth management for a bank. So he did pretty well for himself, and now he literally just isn't a yoga instructor. He's going to do a bit more of the finance on the side kind of thing, but he just like. Has a pretty sick lifestyle in Seal Beach, chilling, and sick place. Ah, uh, small place, similar to mine. Um, small, nice place, but like two streets back from Seal Beach. Mm. So location. And a hot yoga class. I was fucked up. I was a fucking puddle. I was sweating. Way too much. How'd you go with that warrior two pose? That's a worry, man. That warrior pose. God damn. Good for you, man. Was a class full? Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty good actually. It's pretty big. And he was the instructor. He was the instructor, so and I he, know him. He loves it, dude. He listens to the podcast too. He loves it, man. He like because he gets so real into it. Like he's always finds like an overarching topic for his class. So this one was like what are you going to take out of this and implement in your real, in your normal everyday life? Like, is it patience or is it this or is it no? I can hear it all in his yes, accent too. Yes, in his Californian accent. So, was- like, while they're doing stretching, he's like, arch your back, feel that good stretch. How is this making you feel right now? Do you feel like you can't get that report done for your boss? Do you feel like it's pretty much exactly it, Raf? When you're listening, this is exactly what you say, right? <laughs> That I mean, no, I mean that's I've I don't I've never listened to self help books, but I've listened to a lot of meditations, mm. and they always mention this stuff. So he's, oh, yeah. he's obviously a learned man when it comes to calming people the fuck down. Oh yeah, he's good, he's good. So anyway, I'm thinking smooth sailing from here, right? Absolute smooth sailing. So I, as soon as my Esther thing happened, right, I fucked up. I was like, okay, I need to do the one for the Canada. For Canada, because I haven't done that. And that says up to 72 hours. So I made sure I did it like four days before. I was like, yep, cool. I'll do that now. Because I was leaving straight from my mate's place to Canada. And this is not really a big hiccup. It's just a kind of a stressful thing for me. Because I'm just like, okay, cool. It gets to like the third day. And I'm like, oh, I haven't got an approval yet for my Canada visa. Mm. That's weird. And... Is this a flight from LA to from LA Vancouver? to Vancouver? So I'm What's like, like no, three hours, two hours? Uh, yeah, it's like three, four hours actually. Mm. Vancouver, and then I was going from Vancouver. Silver Star Mountain is quite far away. It's like uh, six hours. Is there if an you, airport if you're out going there? By a car. There's an airport about an hour away, and that's Kelowna, and that is uh, only like a forty-minute flight, right? So I'm going to Vancouver, Kelowna. <clears throat> 
So I get to the airport, I'm stressing out, but this is only a minor hiccup. I'm stressing out and I'm like, hey, I just haven't got this yet. And it's been over 72 hours. I didn't get the approval yet until I got to the airport. So I was like, great, it's the same thing's going to happen again. I won't be able to check in. I won't be able to go. So I'm have, I've got this backup plan in my head where I'm like, if I can't go to Canada, you only need the thing to fly in. I was like, I will ask them to put me on a flight to Seattle and I'll hire a car and I'll drive over the fucking border if I need to and see if I can make the flight, the short flight to Kelowna. Seattle to Vancouver is like three and a bit hours. I was like, I can fucking do that. Whatever. I have this backup plan. And then I get there and they're so much more helpful. They're like, oh, you haven't got the ETA? I'm like, yeah, it's been for it looks this. Uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've just got to call this number. Just just wait there. Call this number. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been more than 72 hours. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, okay, they're going to see if they can expedite it, but just watch your email. So I'm still stressing, obviously, but like 15, 20 minutes later, boom, approved. Do you go over and show them? Yeah. I was like, it's been approved, done, check me in. Boom, finally get to Vancouver. I'm like, all right, I got a few hours here. Boom, let's go to this Italian place, get some vino, get some, I, I think I had a beer and some wine and started having some food. And then it was like, boom, my flight was at 7.40 p.m., the short one, to Kelowna. It's pretty cold out. The The pilot made a joke when we left L.A. They're like, it was your last chance to get off. Uh, uh, <laughs> Vancouver is like minus, uh, obviously he didn't say minus 10 because they're stupid and they use Fahrenheit. But he's like, it's like 20-something uh, degrees Fahrenheit over in Vancouver. It's your last chance to get off. And they're like, because ah, it doesn't get that cold in Vancouver normally. So I was like, cool, <clears throat> get there, blah, 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 blah. Flight at 7.40, delayed. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. 8.40, delayed again, 9.40. Snow, snowstorm. And I'm with I'm with a shitty airline. I'm with like the Jetstar of Canada. I'm like, that's fine. The Moose. Welcome to Moose <gasps> Airlines. Yeah, it's called Flair. Flair Airlines. Uh, Don't ever fly with them. Fly with Flair, eh? <clears throat> so they... Like, yeah, delayed again, delayed again, 9.40. Uh, okay, fine. Delayed again. I have food. I'm like, cool. I'm a little bit tipsy. I'm like, all right, I'll go to the gate. We're waiting at the gate. Da-da-da. Snowing outside. Pretty decently heavily, like thick layer of snow appearing all over the airport. I'm like, oh, this looks cool. Let's take a photo. We're all sitting there. There's other flights, other airlines, like in that same vicinity. And like, there's like Not four gates anywhere. in one room. They're all delayed, delayed. And then this flight over here with a different airline, cancelled. This flight, cancelled. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not looking good. They're all like, oh, fuck, oh, walking around, trying to figure shit out. And I'm like, okay. Our flight, not cancelled. We board at like 10, early 10 something, maybe just past 10. I sit down in a middle seat, spewing, but only 40 minute flight, whatever. Um, this Canadian girl sits next to me in the aisle seat. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. There's no one in the window seat. This could be good. They shut the doors, no one in the window seat. I'm like, oh, excellent. I move over to the window. I'm like, sweet, we got three seats, two of us done. We sit there. I'm like, oh, we can't actually take off yet. Uh, uh, there's a big lineup for the de-icing. It's actually the snow's a little bit too heavy for us to fly, but we're going to try and wait it out. Our plan is still to get you to Kelowna tonight. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. That sounds legit. Except the snow doesn't seem to be slowing down and there's a lot of snow in the wings. So they've got to get like this de-icing liquid sprayed on them, get all the snow off. We wait there for about an hour. It's like 11 p.m. They're like, uh, yeah, we're still waiting. Uh, da, 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 this and this. Uh, the snow doesn't seem to be slowing down. 
Um, our curfew is 12. So if we can't fly by 12, we can't do it. But we'll, we'll, we're still planning on flying. I'm like, really are you though? And I've got shitty reception because I'm roaming. I'm on the plane and I'm like looking up alternatives. I'm like, what else could I do if I don't make this? Because the very next day, I was going to fly there in the evening. I had a motel booked, cheap thing, whatever. Um, and then I had a car booked the next day and then I was driving myself up the mountain and then I had the mountain resort booked, which cost a lot of money that I booked like 12 months ago almost. So I was like, I want to get there the next day. Like, I'm fine. I've got a day to buffer. 12 o'clock rolls around. They're like, we're officially cancelled. Get off the plane. We get off the plane. Everyone's like crowding around the gate stuff. They're like, what do we do now? And they're like, oh, you got to go collect your baggage. You'll get an email. And we're like, well, yeah, okay. We'll get an email with options for different flights or what? Was it a full flight? What are we doing? Almost. Like it was supposed to be a full flight except for probably the seat next to me, which I thought was So out of 100, it was probably about a 98% flight. Yeah. That's a full flight, dude. Yeah. So the plane wasn't that big. No. So we're all like, what do we do? And they're like, go collect your luggage. Vancouver Airport. We get down to the baggage section and I'm like, this is a bit odd. There's fucking bags everywhere, like ditched bags standing on the ground next to the carousels. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. People are running, roaming around. Is. Yeah. And I see the Flair Airlines counter, two people there. And so we all just walk up and we're like, what do we do? Where's our luggage going to come out? And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> okay, our flight just got canceled. They're like, oh, did it? They had no fucking idea, no communication to even the baggage people, and they're getting abused and shit. I felt bad for them. They were not prepared for that shift. Were people abusing them? Yeah, they were like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get my luggage? This is fucking ridiculous. Like Canadians or Americans? All. All. Multiple people. Like and they were I could swearing, see, like legit swearing? Yeah, yeah, And I could see the girls, like, eyes watering up, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to leave them. And, like, every now and then I'd walk up and be like, any news on our bags, maybe? She's like, no, nothing. So they weren't even communicating with the ground staff. I'd be on my fucking mobile. Oi, sorry, mate. Luckily, the airline next to us, well, not lucky for us, but he was onto it, right? Every half an hour, I'd be on the megaphone. He'd be like, "Uh, passengers on this and this flight that got cancelled. We're trying to get to your luggage. The ground staff's having trouble because of all the snow. It's unsafe to get to the planes, blah, blah, blah. It could be hours before they get the luggage out of the planes. This is a different airline, the one that's not as shitty as ours. Not flare, yeah. It could be hours. If you don't want to wait for your luggage, you can just leave it and we'll post it to you. I'm like, hmm, that's what... Fuck that. That's what all these people did whose luggage is just laying around this entire ginormous room. Fuck that. Fuck that. So, we get these updates and I... I'm like, how the fuck am I getting to Kelowna, right? I'm getting there tomorrow, like this coming day. This is after midnight. So I'm getting there today, I'm saying. So I start, we go up to like, a bunch of us go up to like the check-in counters to see if there's anyone there. There's no staff working. It's after midnight. No staff working at the check-in counters. They're all shut. And we're like, sick. So I, I see this couple and I start recruiting people. So I see this couple. I'm like, hey, you guys going to Kelowna? They're like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what are you guys thinking of doing? And they're like, oh, we might get a hotel room. I'm like, okay, well, I want to get there today. What if we got a car or something and we all take turns driving there? You sly motherfucker. And they're like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. 
And they're like, oh, we're just going to try and check this and this. And, this. and I was like, all right, I'm going to go downstairs and check the luggage again. But should we connect? And they're how like, did you catch, how did you figure they were from Kelowna? Did you have to ask? If you oh, we were just like roaming. We were lingering around the flare counter, right? So I was like, oh, did you guys just get cancelled to Kelowna? There was a bunch of other cancel flights, like to Toronto and stuff. But how young were they? Uh, probably you? my age or a little bit younger. So you were like, manipulate, manipulate. <laughs> no, I was like, well, how are you guys getting there? And I was like, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to share a car or whatever? And they're like, oh, there's like e-buses. I'm like, yeah, there is. I looked up cars. What's an e-bus? Uh, it's like a shuttle, like a big, um, like a Greyhound bus kind of thing. That costs fucking baby dick. That'd be like 90 bucks for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cheap. So, Like, like sorry, I didn't mean to say baby dick. I, I was going to say, you don't want to spend that much. That's a, bit, it's a fair Oh, bit. but it's like fine. It's an option. If you need to, yeah. So, like, yeah, because I was going to hire a car, right, and share the cost. So, I look up cars, no cars available to pick up in Vancouver and drop off in Kelowna because I'm like, I'm not coming back to Vancouver to drop this car off. I want to drop it off up there. No options. So, I'm like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. They're like, oh, yeah, let's link up. So, I got a Facebook group going with those two. Then um, I see the Canadian girl that was sitting next to me on the plane and I'm like, hey, what's going on? What are we doing? She's like, I have no idea. And I was like, okay, is there other flights? And then there's these two other girls that were sitting down near the um, baggage collection. And I was like, oh, you guys, Kelowna. So, we started forming like this little group, right? And we're just sitting around waiting for our freaking luggage, not knowing if it's going to be two hours or 12 hours until we see our freaking luggage. And then the ground staff, it turns out, had finished at like 1.30 a.m. So, no more ground staff to get our bags. And they were like, oh, yeah, the next ground staff shift starts at... Four four fifteen a.m. Oh. And I was like, okay. Like, so we're here for a while. So we're just chilling. <clears throat> it's snowing outside, by the way. It's minus twelve and snowing, minus twelve Celsius. So we're like, okay, great. We'll just chill in here in the baggage room. <laughs> was it warm in there at least? It's it was like literally a scene. If I if I can manage it, I'll flash it up. It was literally a scene of what you see on the news, like Christmas plants ruined because of cancelled flights. And you see that shot of the airport with people everywhere, like, like sleeping on their bags and stuff because oh, they got yeah. nowhere to go. Yeah. That was literally it. So I was like, great. I'm part of a fucking news story. You're a fucking, you're a statistic, man. Yeah. So I'm, we're there waiting and we're like, okay, 4am, that sucks. And I was like, do you guys, I call a taxi number and I was like, would you guys drive from here to Kelowna and how much? They're like, yeah, we'll do that. It'll be uh, roughly 850 to 950 Canadian dollars, which is Australian dollars is a little bit more. So it'd be like a grand Australian. And I was like, okay, if I can get like three other people, I'm, I'm happy with that because I'm going to get a refund for this stupid flare flight. I was like, all right, that could be an option. So I was like, do you guys want to do that? And then I da da da. And this girl, this Canadian girl was like, oh, I have a friend that works for Budget Car. So I want to wait till she starts or till she wakes up at like 6.30 a.m. And I'll give her a call. And I was like, hey, that's no good. The couple was like, oh, I think we're going to get a room. These other two Canadian girls that were sitting there, they were like, oh, we've got some family around. We can go there. And I was like, well, fuck. And one of them was like, oh, I actually booked an Air Canada flight at 11 a.m. coming up, like the first, the next 11 a.m. I was like, done. Looked it up. $745 Australian. You didn't. For a 40-minute flight. I was like, I'm doing it. Paid. 
booked. This is at like 2 a.m. We're waiting around, still no luggage. And I was like, fuck, am I even going to get my luggage by 11 a.m. for this Air Canada flight? And 4 a.m. rolls around, text message, Air Canada flight cancelled. I was like, please click here for your options. I click for my options. It's like, please call for a refund. It's like sick. Dude, you've you've cursed. You've you were cursed. The holiday was cursed. Dude, what <sighs> happened? Bro? So we're there. It gets to like 5 a.m. Um a couple of these girls, they went up to get a coffee, right? We're finding coffee in the terminal somewhere. They come back, they're like, holy crap. The line at Air Canada is like to the next terminal. And I walked up there and you were just walking and you'd be like five minutes of walking and you'd be like, oh, this is still the same line. People lining up to try and check in. And I was like, I never would have caught that 11 a.m. flight That's anyway. Pain, bro. Holy shit. Never would have caught it. So I was like, what am I doing? It gets to six. This Canadian girl calls her friend at budget. She's like, oh, normally there's like a return fee. So if you want to drop it off one way, it could be like $600. We're like, oh, okay. And she actually worked at the budget at my destination, the town at the bottom of the mountain where I had hired my car for the next day. So on the other end of this flight was the person who was supposed to help you with your car. They couldn't help you. I had a, a car booked there already. Right, it was 6 The girl that I had met, the Canadian girl, Knew that lady, yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. mum of one of her friends. Oh. So she was trying to hook us up, but couldn't, right? So we're like, okay, well, that was not very helpful. So we we're like, our bags are still not here. It's 6 a.m. Like, this is freaking bullshit. So we march over to the three of us, march over to the international terminal to find some flare staff. And we just ripped into them. Like, I was being polite. One of the girls swore at one of the staff members. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she like stormed off and I was like, What well, nationality? The swore at her, Canadian. She, she like, and this is fucking unacceptable. She was like, you guys are fucked and walked off. And I was like, damn. I was like, she's pretty angry. And understandably, now where are our bags? And they couldn't, they didn't have a manager on site. They didn't have any communication to the ground staff apparently. And they kept making the excuse, oh, we're international. That's domestic. I'm like, we don't give a frick. Surely you use the same baggage people. Anyway, as we're walking back from the international terminal, we walk downstairs and the two girls are like, oh my God, my bag. Their bags have shown up. I'm like, oh, where's my bag? That's weird. Where's my bag? And so I'm like doing like panic laps around this place. And there was this section of like a roller door, which they just opened and they put all the oversized baggage into this big like tray thing. And... Hi, this tape. Across the room, I see this freaking <laughs> taped bag, and I was like, "That's my bag." Hey, fuck. What Finally time was got it? my bag. What like six thirty okay. a.m. So everyone's got their bag, and the two local girls are like, "No, we've managed to get a hold of friends. We're going to do that." Blah blah blah. And then this other girl was like, "Oh, we're going to do this." And the couple was like, "Oh, we've booked a room." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Great." So it was me and this one other Canadian girl, and I was like. Should we do this taxi idea? She's like, oh, fuck, I don't know. And I'm like, it's going to be like $900, but they'll get us there. By the way, these local girls were like, this drive is horrific and it's like really bad conditions and they may close the highways. So we're like, that's a bit of a worry if we're driving. And I'm like, is a taxi even going to have snow tires? And then we're like, okay, let's just go to budget car hire at the Vancouver airport. We go there, we talk to a dude and we're like, hey, 
do you have cars? He's like, we got heaps of cars. He's like, do you have cars that we can drop off at Kelowna Airport? He's like, nah. Hmm. I'm like, okay. Thanks for nothing. Let us just make a phone call. So the Canadian girl tries to call her friend again and I'm standing there and I'm like, looking bummed as fuck. And he walks up to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to help you guys out. I'm going to let you guys drop it off in Kelowna. Same price, just the price for hiring it for one day. Which was what? Like $200. Oh. US. So I was like, a plus, plus extra driver. Both of us wanted to cycle driving. $330, $40. Yeah. (laughs) No extra fee though. So he's like, I'm going to let you guys do it, but you got to leave me a good review. I'm like, I will leave you all of the reviews, sir. <laughs> so he gave us this four territory. He's typing it up. You're giving him yeah. a back rub and shit. <laughs> so we get this four territory. It's like 7.30, 8 a.m. So I've been, this girl had just gone off, gotten off a flight from Sydney to Vancouver. She'd come from Sydney to Vancouver. So she's had a big flight. I've been up since the previous day, 8 a.m., making my way downtown, walking fast. I get there, have had no sleep, like laid down in the airport, barely, maybe 10 minutes of shut-eye, haven't had a coffee, and I was like, we're doing this, we're driving. The drive is five hours normally, just under five hours in good conditions, and it is snowy as fuck. My first time driving in snow. The Canadian girl had done it before, but I was like, I can drive first, it's fine. (laughs) We're driving out of Vancouver, I'm just like... Through like slushy snow and stuff. Were you kind of like trying to stay calm? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I can do this. This is good. And she's like, was yeah, she no, talking you, you through it? Yeah, yeah, she's like, you're doing great. You're doing great. I'm like, yeah, because I'm just like driving super careful because I'm like, I know how to drive a car. <laughs> how long was how long was the the slushiness until you got to like clear roads? There was no clear roads, but there was like highways that had been plowed, okay. and there was like it was still white, and there would be like two like gray tracks where you can see the concrete from tires so So we're just staying in the track like two lane highways just had one lane of cars just going right in the middle of it like everyone's just super careful we drove past about 15 cars just in the ditch just abandoned still with the hazards on some of them and trucks that have just gone off the highway. Why at that point in time were you like "Uh uh uh uh-oh yeah we're like oh fuck let's just keep going slow it's meant to be a four and a Five-hour drive, I think it took us over seven hours. So we are driving for seven hours. I bought this big, like, rock star energy drink, which I didn't touch yet. I was like, that's for emergencies. And we went and stopped for one coffee in the morning. Was it, like, still bad? It was pretty bad. Like, it was windy at one spot. Like, it wasn't, like, snowstorming, like, sideways snow or anything, but it was bad. So we drove seven hours. We actually drove past that airport... Because I was like, fuck it, I'll just keep the car. And we actually rang that lady and she said, yeah, you can have the car that you already booked for the next day. And I was like, thank God. So I was like, I'll just take this car, drop the girl at Vernon, which is the town at the bottom of the mountain, past the airport where I'm meant to drop it. I drive myself up the mountain and we get into Vernon and the sun's down because it's past 4.30 already. 4.30 the sun sets. I start doing these ones. She drove for like two hours and then she was like, oh, God, I can't I can't do it. Well, she didn't even say that. She said, no, I can do it. I'm like, eh, I don't know. You seem a bit on edge. And I'm like, we should swap. And then as soon as we swapped, she's like, oh, thank God we swapped. Like, I was so fucked. And I was like, oh, thank had you. Had you at this time yet? No. So I'm, I drove for probably <laughs> a good four to five hours of it. So I drove this. Did you have any half. moments where you were like, oh, shit, oh, shit. No, no, no. We were going pretty cl- slow. How we were slow? always in the tracks. 
Oh, like doing like 60, 70 and 100 zones, like 100 kilometer highways, mm. which we only had like mud and all-terrain tires on our car because we're like, does it have snow tires? They're like, we don't have any with like proper snow tires, but it has the all-terrain. So, like, oh, okay, good enough, whatever. And so, we finally get there. Her parents who live near there meet her in Vernon, pick her up and- um. And I was like, cool, I just got to get myself up the mountain. But I was doing these ones as we're getting into Vernon. Like, my eyes were like, oh, fuck. So, I was like- How, how, how high is the mountain, like, Oh, I was like Vernon. a 20-minute drive. It's not super high in elevation, but it's still a 20-minute drive from Vernon to the resort, basically. Mm. So, I was like, god damn it, I'm going to have to drink this stupid giant Poison energy drink, drink yeah. just to get up the mountain at, like, 5 p.m. So, drink the energy drink, drive up the mountain- and it, it was minus 32 degrees up there, bro. The Did you already have the days, heater on? Like you obviously had the windows up oh, the whole yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Every time we got out on the drive, it was like minus 15 to minus 20. So every time we stopped for like a snack or at the petrol station, you'd get out and you're like, holy crap, it's cold. Like well, this is the only up? time where you know it's cold outside. Like you're like, I'm prepared for this cold. And then you open the door and you're like, Oh, God, it's so much worse than I thought. Like, it's so cold. So, I get there. It's minus 32. And the resort I'm staying in is like, oh, you got to check in at the other building, which is across this big car park. I was like, yeah, I can walk there, whatever. <sighs> I'm walking there. My brother, David, he's working at this time. He was working <laughs> until 8 p.m. at one of the cafes near Tube Town, where you tube down like a snowy hill. But... I'm like, yeah, I can walk across this car park. So, I'm like just a beanie and my jacket on and I start walking and like 30 seconds in, I'm like, I can't feel my cheeks. Like my face skin was completely numb and like stinging. I was like, it's really freaking cold. <laughs> Were you like, oh, fuck, I it's, need to put some clothes on. It's wild, man. Like you pull your phone out, you take your glove off, you pull your phone out and like 30 seconds later, you're like, oh, shit, my fingers are like fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta put them in warmth. Fuck, it's dude. messed up. Finally get there. I'm like, cool. And pretty much, uh, you'll be happy to know, everybody. The rest of the holiday was pretty smooth, except that I kind of hurt my shoulder on the snowboard. And when I did that, I was like, hey, it's in theme with the holiday, isn't it? It would be weird if I didn't hurt my shoulder. So, <laughs> so I still after get that checked out. By after the way. Canada, you went back to LA and spent New Year's there. So after Canada, after the mountain. I flew to Toronto uh, where one of my friends that I met five years ago on another Kentucky, he lives there. He's like, he was like I in love the military. Toronto, man. Toronto yeah. is my most favorite place to go. It was sick. So, I flew into there. We didn't actually hang out there much. We went to his sister's place because they see were hockey? away. Nah, we were only there for the night and then we drove to Montreal because that's where his new place is and we hung out for a few days, did some, did some exploring and eat some crazy food, drink some beer and then I flew back to- LA for New Year's and then I flew back home. So, pretty crazy. What do you think your most favorite part of it? Oh, let's, the mountain. Let's be a bit positive here. Yeah. Like the mountain was sick. Yeah. Like days of snowboarding. And you look at that and you're like, oh my God, it was so cool. At the time, man, every time I was snowboarding, I'm like, oh my God, I was so exhausted. My legs are so sore. What am I? Why do I do this? <laughs> but it's just so fun. Yeah. Snowboarding was dope, man. But that is my rant and how my... My relaxing holiday went. I'm still exhausted. I feel like just all the stress and stuff. I just don't did not relax, dude. I would have, and you had to pretty much go to work though. Like you had like one day off, right? 
I had no days off. I landed oh. at 8 p.m. and worked the Thursday the next day. Bro, I, if I were ye, I would just sleep this whole weekend. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, my plan. Yeah. And then. Apart from physio for my shoulder. <laughs> take Monday off too. Fucking just. Yeah. Yeah. Physio. Messed up. Physio. Yeah, man. You should definitely. Yeah, I got relax. on a physio because like it's healing quite quickly. But the first couple of weeks while <laughs> I was still on holidays and coming back. Like, I couldn't sleep on that side and I couldn't lift it all the way over my head and stuff. Oh, I was no. like, I've done something bad. Was it like a sound? Yeah, I feel like it's like either just a, is it a sprain when you overstretch it? Mm. Sprain of one of the rotator cuffs, probably. Yeah, I, I had a mate. But I've been to the gym since, doing like pull exercise, like a pull day. And I kind of went light on it, but it didn't flare it up too much. So. Oh, that's good. What about the next day? Was it sore? Be there, but I give it a break. Don't fuck with it. Eh? <laughs> oh, well, I'll see what the guy says tomorrow. Oh man, that's pretty much a that sounds like pretty a, much an hour podcast right there. Yeah, look, I think we should cut it there. But that's that's a horror story, dude. That needs to be a fucking John Cusack movie where he meets like Drew Barrymore or something. Absolutely. I'm sorry if you guys got bored through that, but that is my uh, my story of the, I the month. I was not bored throughout that. that <laughs> you was were just like, hungry. No, yeah, that too. And I apologize <laughs> if you hear me eating, but it was just the, that was just nuts, man. It was just nuts. It was just like one horror show after the other. <sighs> anyway, thank you everyone for listening <laughs> Actually, to my rant and story, but. Before we go. We should, yeah, I was about to say, we should, we should end with something that's not just my travel story. That's all right. Before we go, Phil, can you just do your version of this rap music, please? <clears throat> All right, here we go. It's Philip Geet rap, <laughs> rapping to. Um, I don't know what this is. Who Kodak this is? Kodak Black's but... Walk. So let him spit some bars first, and then you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling it. Philip Von Geet. <laughs> Von Geeter. I'm bringing pressure around when I walk. I kick the bitch out of the G, told her walk. Yeah, I jump on your beats and I walk. I'm in the seven and the when I walk. I'm in the step at the beat and I walk. Spin round, spin round, walk. Spin round, spin round. He's not even saying words. Spin round, spin round. Your bitch in here, she getting toast. I play defense and offense. I play defense and offense. <laughs> 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 Walk in the kitchen and I'm out. <laughs> uh, one more, one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait. We might get copyrighted for this, but whatever. We're not, we're not trying to monetize. Yeah. Here we go, Philip Geet. I can actually understand that guy in that. All right, I'm done here. I'm one more, no, one, I'm more done one more line, one more line. Oh, and my shot don't come in. <laughs> it sounds like a fucking a dog with peanut butter in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
All Wait, right. no, we're not done yet. I want to keep done. recording this laughter. We're done. <laughs> He's like, do I shoot my gun? 300 bones to gun the corner. Do you know, this, is a, bit, the line this is a bit rude, but do you know sometimes as a man, like, usually when you bust a nut, usually, like, oh, you know, it's usually the sound, but sometimes, sometimes it's like, Oh, that's really good. That's good. You know, like that's, that's what, what he sounds like. He's just getting his fucking. He's just getting his cock stuck in the booth. Eh? <laughs> he's like, hold on now, baby, hold on. You know. All right, all right. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Deuces. Peace out.